Welcome back, Sheriff Mack. Thank you much, Sam. It's great to be with you this beautiful Arizona rainy morning. <laughs> rainy in Utah, it's just a lot colder. Yeah. All right, you got an incredible Tenth Amendment update for us, as always. Of course, it's just slices of the pie from the greatest Tenth Amendment decision ever rendered as Sheriff Mac beat Bill Clinton at the Supreme Court. You can get a summary of that court case, cspoa.org, for only a couple of bucks. You can buy a bunch of them and share them with your friends as well. Sheriff? The most powerful Tenth Amendment decision in the history of America by a couple of small-town sheriffs. And this one, I want to make sure that we understand this because of all this crap happening, uh, corruption happening in Washington, D.C. The quote is this. The framers rejected the concept of a central government that would act upon and through the states and instead designed wow. a system in which the state and federal government would what, and this is what you say all the time, Sam, create a system of dual sovereignty. A yeah, system baby. of dual sovereignty. There you go. Love now that's that. interesting as well because right now they're trying to really work through the states. Even, even Donald Trump did this. He said, I'm not going to mandate, but the states will this lockdown and the COVID era, et cetera, et cetera. That was the general government through Fauci and Great. criminals up at the supposed top working through the states. But remember, ladies and gentlemen, the tail does not wag the dog. Remember that the states created the general government, not the other way around. Yes, they did create dual sovereignties. Yes, they did create checks and balances. Yes, they did create jurisdictional boundaries. And that's why Sheriff Mack simply won and Bill Clinton lost. Anyway, gun control is as hot as it ever gets now. Illinois criminals. Um, Governor Pritzker, uh, he needs to be fired immediately for his violation of his oaths of office. But the good news is America's last hope. The county sheriffs are standing up like nobody's business. We'll be talking about that more in detail. Second hour on your radio. Of course, it's Brighty on radio as well as Brighty on TV. Simulcast with Liberty Roundtable live on Loving Liberty Radio Networks and more. So we got radio and TV first hour, radio second hour. But Sheriff Mack will be updating uh, about this criminal activity called gun control. Meanwhile, though, we got um, election discussions to have. We're not letting this election integrity issue go, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to talk to the real Tina Peters in seconds. But first, here's a trailer from this incredible new movie out. Why? Because the truth matters. TinaPeters.com. The movie is called Selection Code. Here's the trailer. And upon examining those records, there are log files that deal with adjudication. Those are gone. They're all gone? All of them? Yes. They would have been gone if I hadn't have done a backup. These people are being selected, not elected. And when the person's vote isn't being honored, something... Then it's all just an illusion. Something has to change. If I have to hand count every single election from here on out. That's my commitment to the people. What if it costs you your life? Then I'll be with my son. I raised a Navy SEAL. I'm a gold star mom. Lost him four years ago. My blood and his blood is the same. I love this country. 
I believe this is our last chance to save it. And if we don't get this fixed, if we don't expose what they're doing, I believe we've lost this country. The honor is yours, Sheriff. Well, Sam, as you have alluded to, today's guest is an American hero, certainly one of mine. I so admire her. She was, maybe still, we need to uh, verify that, the county recorder for Mesa County, Colorado. And I've been there before, Uh, used to, uh, back in the day, uh, there used to be a pretty good sheriff there. Uh, and uh, there's still good sheriffs in Colorado and probably a decent one there in Mesa, Colorado. But uh, every one of the sheriffs uh, in Colorado need to step it up and, and, and across the country. And so Amen. Do we. So uh, <laughs> Dana Peters uh, has been uh, so attacked for doing her job and trying to secure an election. She's been arrested, I don't know, five or six times, maybe 20 <laughs> and and we really need to find out what is the government doing to her now they've already done everything except uh well i guess except just like the uh, trailer just said uh except kill her uh but everything else they've tried to do to her and mm-hmm. tina peters welcome to the sheriff mac show mm-hmm. it is a privilege and an honor to have you on the our show mm-hmm. Thank you, Sheriff Mack, and thank you, Sam. You know, last time we met, I uh, I got my travel privileges revoked. I had to, uh, uh, for what I said uh, by our judge and DA, and I was calling them out for uh, for letting a person go uh, that was arrested with with uh, 26 pounds of fentanyl, 26 pounds, uh, and I outed them because the uh, the Daily Sentinel here, the newspaper here that I've had over 600 above the fold front page articles written defaming me and trying to taint the jury pool of two upcoming trials, uh, didn't even mention it coincidentally. And when I so uh, are, spoke out, you are not currently, you're not currently the county recorder anymore, or are you? So as of January 10th, I'm no longer employed. Uh, which, uh, you know, I want to continue my work in what we've started exposing and waking the people up. I went to church, uh, in Denver on the front range and I was sitting in the back and, and uh, I just felt say, these people are asleep. They have no idea what's going on uh, in their country right now and in the world. And so we are doing a, uh, a seven day Jericho prayer march around the, uh, tomorrow is the last day when we march around seven times and blow the shofar. But we have been a, a group of people coming from all over have been attending every day faithfully to walk around the Justice Center. And the Justice Center encompasses the sheriff's office, the jail where I was imprisoned, the uh, the DA's offices and the judges chambers and the courts. Um, and so we've been walking around this whole complex now. Uh, today will be the sixth day. Tomorrow will com- culminate with. So when is your trial? When, when is your trial? The first trial is January 26th and 27th. And then the, that's a two day trial. And then the second trial for the indictment is uh, with seven felonies and three misdemeanors, if you can believe it. 
is uh, March 3rd through the 14th, an 11-day trial. And you've I'm been, someone that been, have... You've been charged with 11 felonies? 10, uh, seven felonies and three misdemeanors, if you can oh, believe it. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And today I just, I just saw on the, on the news that, uh, it just came up on my phone. It says, uh, the Mesa County Sheriff's Office, uh, the deputy pulled over a car with phony license plate and, and found tens of thousands, 60, 60,000 Blue pills cons- consistent with fentanyl, five ounces of co- cocaine, and a large sum of U.S. currency. So um, the same DA that let the guy go with 26 pounds of fentanyl now, uh, we'll see what happens with this. Uh, we are a major traffic area for humans and for drugs, but I am the criminal that they have spent yeah. the resources and money to, to destroy and put in prison. And, All right, so let's get big, to the get to the get to the deal here on this election integrity issue, Tina. So the bottom line mm-hmm. is they deleted all the election data, just like Hillary deleted all of her files. Of course, no criminal activity there whatsoever to focus on either. And your crime really is that you preserved the data, right? That's right. So no one had ever seen inside the black the the black box voting machines before, and I had. I, I knew that they were coming in to delete a QR code program that would have made it impossible to do an audit should we ever be called to do one. Of course, our Secretary of State called them fraudits and outlawed them uh, after Arizona. <laughs> so um, all, all, I, all I wanted to do was preserve uh, the election data, which is my, uh, in this program, which is I took an oath to the state of Colorado and to uh, the United States to uh, to do just that, to protect the election data for 25 months in Colorado, 22 months by federal statute. And for that, they raided my office. And it's because it's because we uh, we backed up this data that shows how they get to the totals of the election. And they didn't want us to see what was going on in there where they deleted 29,000 access and audit log files. Um, and there was unauthorized software. There were wireless devices, our wire, wireless devices. So they raided my office, took out all those machines, blamed me for having to decommission them. And then, get this, I, I, I was thinking, well, that's great. Now we'll just hand count everything. We can do that. Everybody used to do that anyway. That's what I would prefer. Then they signed a contract, another contract with Dominion till 2029 so they can continue to do this here. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. So uh, just in review, (laughs) how many times have they arrested you? Well, so... (laughs) So the time they arrested me in the coffee shop, uh, that they, they had fought, I'd gone to a city council, uh, I mean, a, a commissioner's meeting and there were mm-hmm. other supporters there. We, you know, which is the right thing to do. People need to speak out and understand what's going on in their government. And the county attorney saw that I had an iPad that the FBI, when they raided my home November 16th had missed. 
and they decided they yeah, I just kind of like they missed all the Hunter files too, and the the Joe Biden files, right? <laughs> yeah. So they yep. so they they delayed the commissioner's hearing, so it, to give them time to get an arrest or, or a search warrant, so they could yeah. grab this iPad. I walked a, a block away with five other supporters to a coffee shop, and they descended on it. The DA. The share, uh, the, uh, not the sheriff this time, the uh, police officers and, um, and actually handcuffed me, hurt me and, uh, in front of the whole, the whole place made a big show. <clears throat> they went back a, a day later, issued a, an arrest warrant and then put me in jail for 30 hours. So they've so, been quite uh, busy. You were looting. You were alluding to this earlier. You came uh, on July 12th. You came to Las Vegas to be a part of our CSPOA press conference because it was all about election integrity or the lack thereof. Uh, and uh, then what did they do to you then? Well, the <clears throat> obviously they didn't like what I said, so the judge issued an order. It went to one of the attorneys uh, who opened it but didn't tell us that it had come in revoking my travel bond. Then he issued a warrant for my arrest. I had to immediately fly home and, and stay in Denver until the, the, my, uh, criminal defense attorney could work out a, uh, so that I could appear in court and about it. So I have, and then they have arrest, they, they have, um, uh, put out arrest warrant for me because I sent out an email when they cheated me out of my election to 64 counties and one happened to be Mesa County. They put out an arrest warrant for me. I had to go turn myself in and I decided then I wasn't turn myself back into Mesa County. What a, what a cesspool that poor, that jail is. I felt so sorry for the people in there. So I turned myself into to uh, Aspen jail. <laughs> I was about an hour away and uh, posted my bond they were a lot nicer to me there in the Mesa County jail. They had, uh, when I was incarcerated there, they brought me out, asked me if I wanted to watch a rape video. Then they, then Excuse another me? time they brought, hold on, whoa, whoa, whoa. Excuse me. What on earth would they ask you that for? Well, they were going down a list of things and they wanted to know if I want, if I wanted to watch a rape video. So anything they could do to intimidate me. And then they took me into the, it's, to the. It's how she can avoid being raped by the people inside the jail. Oh, I right. see. Yeah. Okay. Because they know they're going to throw you. Hold on. They know they're going to throw you into the general population with an intent to break your character, Tina. I actually know what I'm asking. I'm asking that on purpose. So the public understands <laughs> they want to break you and that's their goal. That's right. Then they put me in. Now I wasn't alone. I was in with with five other women, and our mats were were consisted of a of a a, a, a torn up a one inch vinyl mat, no pillow. It was freezing in there. We had a because uh, they don't like them, I guess, them to move around. So you're freezing. You're huddled up, no pillow, no sheet, no nothing on the concrete floor where there was a water leak. So it was a wet floor with a toilet. My chief deputy was in one with nine other women. Uh, same thing. Uh, you know, your, your, your beds are touching. You hear them going to the bathroom on the toilet all day and all night. The lights never go out. They're always on. And, uh, so then they call me out and they take me to the nurse's station and the nurse starts fiddling around with these needles. 
And I said, what are you doing? She says, oh, we're going to give you a TB shot. And I'm like, no, you're not. The hell and she you goes, are. <laughs> she says, and, uh, uh, are you refusing? And I said, well, yes, I am. So anything they could do, they were horrible. And um, it, it's just no one should be treated that way. The food I wouldn't have fed to my my animals, it was awful. Um, and this sheriff, just to, to remind you, same sheriff that took away my concealed carry, refused to renew my concealed carry. I said, I'm the most hated woman on the left and the, the globalist and, and live alone. And you are, um, you're taking away my only way to equalize, to defend myself. Yeah. Well, here, here yeah. you're guilty until proven innocent. Back to what you said that you got raided by the FBI. How is any of this a federal offense? So on November, on November 16th of 2021, after the, uh, after I'd released the first report, I was raided by the August symposium that, that I had made an image and the secretary of state freaked out because they they knew what that meant. They knew they were going to be found out. Um, I brought the first report out. I was, I was taken away to Texas for my protection. Within a week, my hotel room was physically breached. So they moved me to another hotel room where I had 24-7 security around the clock. And I felt safe enough to come back on September 16th and give the fourth. The first report illustrated how or or showed how they had deleted 29,000 election records. The second report was being worked on. Then I, um, November 16th, the FBI raided my home and the home of three others. They had a battering ram on my, on my driveway. Um, there were city police and FBI agents all across the front of my house. You know, my neighbors were driving by. Everybody was wondering what was going on. It looked like this huge drug bust or some kind of, you know, e- criminal with these FBI agents coming in and out. And that's by design. They do that. Yeah, because when the drug criminals have fentanyl, they just pull them over and arrest them and handcuff them. When it's Tina, you got to have the battering ram, and pretty soon they're rolling in the uh, the high tech military vehicles and the SWAT team team and everything else. Right? It's insane, people. Yes, yes. And you know what's interesting? That same day, my elections manager was also raided by the FBI. They made her daughter, who was now sixteen. Uh, stand out in her underwear on the front porch. It was cold. This is November 16th in Colorado in her underwear before school, uh, on the front porch and while they went through the house. This is the same young lady who had, had been sexually assaulted and this DA had been, had put in jail both her father and her, her, um, stepfather for years into, uh, into, to prison. One, I think was 15 years and the other one was more. Uh, for sexually assaulting her. This DA knew, he knew what this child had been through. It was all an intimidation tactic to break my elections manager. And, um, and it did on when I, the reason I was so angry at the, at the Constitutional Sheriff and Peace Officers Association conference was I had just left my, my elections manager, the one that they raided and they had just arrested her the day before on her birthday. 
they know what day you're born. They have your, your DOB. So on her birthday, they arrest her and throw her in jail as well. So get this. Now, this could be a coincidence, but with, with how high I've realized that this goes, the uh, my chief deputy, uh, brother, very dear, uh, Keith, I, I, I know him or I knew him and, um, she took care of him, took him to all of his VA appointments and things like that because his wife has severe, uh, Parkinson's. He was killed by hit and run on August 8th of this past year. And, um, and then she took a proffer after that, uh, that month. September, less than a month later, I think it was September, it might have been the 15th, something like that. My election manager's brother, 49 years old with 10 children, was killed by a hit and run. He was on his motorcycle and a vehicle uh, pulled in front of him. Now, it could be a coincidence, but it's interesting that they would take a proffer. They were so afraid, they took a proffer to testify against me. And I'd always told them from the very beginning, you know, just tell the truth. You know, just tell the yes. truth. We would have to lie to give them what they want. We have committed no no crime. So it's serious. When we serious say coincidence, business. it reminds me of the Arkansas of the Bill Clinton era. It's like a Colorado side these days, isn't it? It's, uh, you know, when, when you start, and I, I, th- I need to vet this, this information, but when you see how high this goes with uh, these voting systems, Hang on, Tina Peters, tinapeters.com. We'll get to that when we come back in seconds on the Sheriff Mac Show via brighteon.tv. <laughs> Nearly all the vitamin C sold at retail today comes from China, and it's made from genetically modified corn. Even though vitamin C is a critical part of immune support, it's also critical to know where your vitamin C comes from. I'm Mike Adams, the founder of Brighteon and brighteonstore.com. And we only sell non-China, non-GMO vitamin C. We then subjected to rigorous laboratory testing in our own food science lab, checking for heavy metals, glyphosate, as well as microbiological contamination. Only after it passes our tests do we encapsulate it and package it for our audience. You can find it at brighteonstore.com. It's not the cheapest vitamin C on the market, but it is by far the most rigorously tested and honestly sourced vitamin C available anywhere in the world. Support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at brighteonstore.com. Treasure Island Coins and Precious Metals. Mike Adams of naturalnews.com says, 2020 has shown us that we must prepare for the unexpected. Gold and silver will be indispensable to your fiscal security during the coming financial pandemic. Shipments of real gold and silver are delivered safely, discreetly, and securely right to your door. You can also hold precious metals in your IRA. This allows you to protect your retirement savings with the ultimate safe haven, assets of gold and silver. Your metals are held in the form of physical coins and bars in a private depository under your name and on your behalf. Simply visit brighteonmetals.com today. Gold and silver will be indispensable to your financial security. Shouldn't you at least look into it? Treasure Island Coins and Precious Metals, in business since 1976. Visit brighteonmetals.com today. 
If you don't want to eat GMOs and pesticides in your storable food, choose organic, lab-tested, storable food solutions from the Health Ranger Store. We are the only emergency food manufacturer in the world that subjects each of our ingredients to rigorous laboratory testing that covers herbicides, heavy metals, aflatoxins, identity testing, and bacteria tests, including E. coli, salmonella, yeast, and mold. At HealthRangerStore.com, you'll find certified organic, lab-tested, freeze-dried fruits, microalgae superfoods, protein powders, and supplements. We offer emergency first aid colloidal silver products made with Texas rainwater. And our Ranger buckets feature an impressive assortment of organic storable food items professionally vacuum sealed in heavy duty bags that are stacked in rugged buckets for long term storage. Check out our preparedness foods, supplements, personal care, and emergency first aid products at healthrangerstore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, the Sheriff Mac Show is delighted to have the real Tina Peters with us. Tina Peters for Colorado.com, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, we played her movie, Selection Code Trailer, earlier. The Selection Code uh, movie really follows Tina uh, and her experiences as she's tried to uh, tell the truth and stand up for America as a whistleblower. She's continued to fight to save the America we know and love. She needs your financial help and more. We'll get into that in minutes. But Tina asked a very interesting question or posed a thought. How high up does this attack on Tina and others that are standing for election integrity? How high does it go, Tina? You know, when I was in Texas and um, a couple people, one of the data people went to the commissioners because, you know, you would want to know. Right. As law enforcement, you would want to know if there were laws being broken and they showed up. All they want to know was where I was. All they I mean, they Merrick was in that meeting by Zoom. And you have to ask yourself, why would Joe Biden's AG Merrick Garland be so interested in a small town clerk in a town with 115 electors uh, voting? Why why would he be interested from the very beginning in this. And this is because this goes way higher than any of us ever imagined. And I'm vetting information right now about how high it goes. But, you know, a lot of people have said it goes to George Soros. Well, it goes above that. That It goes to the globalists. Uh, I think his name is John Mollock Brown, who is uh, in London. Uh, this is a global banking um Venture, these are globalists that want to take over the country, that want to take over the world, but they need America to fall. And so for so years, really they've Sydney been Powell pitted. was right when she asserted that in the first place. Everybody made fun of her. In the end of the day, she's right, huh? Sydney Powell was a very brave woman who has, who has taken a lot of onslaught. She was a, uh, one of the first pioneers into the exposure of all of this. And so we have her and Rudy Giuliani to thank for a lot of this with hammer and scorecard and all of that. Yes, it is absolutely true. 
Uh, and it's coming out more and more how true this is, that these are people that don't love America. They've been pitting the Democrats and Republicans against each other so that we would look at each other instead of looking at the real criminals, right? And so now Democrats are actually starting to stand up. And uh, I, I'm, I'm starting a show, and I want to have this one Democrat on there. Well, there's several of them that are that are in office, elected office, or that have been cheated of their offices because they stood up for election integrity um, and their eyes have been open. And that's what my goal is. My my purpose continuing forward is to continue to wake the people up so they could see who the real enemy is and um, and we can stop this. Sheriff? Well, I, I, I'm still just amazed that how far the hypocrisy has gone on this. Uh, this is so astonishing uh, that that they would not support a county recorder trying to secure the data from an election. Uh, it, it, are they accusing you of something else? Are they? It, you just simply secured and got, I guess, a second copy of the election results in Mesa County, Colorado. Is that not correct? That's correct. And, you know, in the third, so they kept saying that, yes, but you haven't shown, here, here it is, we came out with telling them they, they deleted 29, they, State and Dominion, deleted 29,000 vital election records to prove the results of the election. And then the second report came out and said, these are, these are, this is equipment that you have told me, you have influenced me as servant and told me that they're not connected to the internet and they have no way to be connected to the internet. And now we're finding there's 36 wireless devices in this system. And then that didn't phase them. I mean, we took it to the sheriff. We took it to the DA. The citizens came forward one after another in, in, in commissioner meetings. Then they, they says, well, yeah, but you haven't shown us how the election was was actually changed. Well, let me tell you, the third report came out because I said to him, I said, I said to the to the cyber guys, I said, do an audit of the third uh, of the uh, city council election where these people that were progressives that had come from from California and you know people that were not the type of people that our very conservative area would have elected over very well known uh, candidates. So they did. And this is what came out. It said, so when the, this is how it works. When the ballots are put into the tabulator, in this case it's the Dominion, uh, the Dominion tabulator, but ES&S, Hart, they're all the same. When they're put in there to be counted, the ovals are supposed to be counted, an image, so a picture is taken of the actual ballot. Then that picture we believe is changed. And the reason that we believe is changed is because it, it has the absence of the secure hash algorithm, which is the .sha file for each digital ballot image, making the authenticity of each digital ballot image and the ballot level record impossible to verify. So what we found out was they were because, hold on because now it cannot be matched to the ballot anymore. That's right. And then it's transferred into a second database and that's what's counted. So it would be if a bookie 
having two sets of books. Well, and there's okay, so, no. So your sheriff, you reported this to the sheriff, the county commissioners, and they wanted you to give more evidence as to how it happened. They didn't deny it. It happened. That's like saying uh, somebody uh, raped my daughter and they go, well, we want to know how that happened. You don't need to know how it happened. Go find out how it happened. It's your job to investigate the crimes, not me. And and so well, John, what, did, what? Yeah, what did your sheriff say about all this? Well, our sheriff told us that he serves at the pleasure of the DA. Our sheriff is in name only. Well, he's kind of like Biden. He's like he's like Biden. So um, so he has to get know, permission from the DA on. to. To do an investigation. If the sheriff serves at the pleasure of the DA, does that mean that uh, Joe Biden serves at the pleasure of the Supreme Court? <laughs> well, no, the, you the, know, attorney general. Sheriff. the attorney general. <laughs> no, that, that, that is so. I mean, I've heard I've heard a lot of excuses. In fact, I've I need to write a chapter about all the excuses that sheriffs have made over the years, why they are uh, so timid and and cowardly about uh, keeping their oath of office. Oh, because mommy won't let me. Uh, the DA won't let you. You don't report to the DA. You might, you might have, you might have to get some of his advice, but you report to the people of your county. They elected you. You're not appointed by the DA. And so uh, just, just another cowardly, timid uh, sheriff that is basically saying he doesn't want to get involved. That's right. That's right. He doesn't want to go against the flow and, uh, you know, go against the cabal. And that's what's happened all over the state. If you think about it, Dominion, their headquarters, their world headquarters is in Toronto, but their, their national headquarters is in Denver, Colorado. And the same, the, um, legal firm that represents Dominion represents the GOP in Colorado. So people were told that if you just don't say anything about elections. So this is not, like I said before, this is not Democrat and Republican. This is the globalists that have taken over and subverted our, our, our elections through selections. Like when people watch at, uh, the movie at selectioncode.com and, and all three reports are on my website at tinapetersforcolorado.com as well as we'll put the link up also for the give, send, go. Because what I want to do from now on, this is a fight that I'm not, until every American knows what's being done to them while they sleep. Um, you know, I am wanting to sound that alarm and, and this DA and this That's judge right. knows that. So they won't let me leave Colorado. They, they have me, uh, sequestered in Colorado. I have to ask permission. They deny me from going to see my, my late son, my Navy SEAL son's grave in Fort Rosecrans when I asked. They denied me being able to go to the, um, to, to, uh, the Women for Freedom conference that I was supposed to speak at in Texas. And I, I, I laughingly said, because it was so ridiculous, uh, is it against women or freedom that you have a problem with? They would not let me go to my own um, uh, uh, showing a premiere of Selection Code in Missouri. Uh, the DA actually in his in his report back to his reason why is I would be hailed as a hero. And it was the most disturbing request Travis he has ever received. Yeah, well, I wonder why you'd be considered a hero, by the way. 
Yeah. Well, have you made the uh, 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 domestic terrorist list on from all these any of these uh, leftist organizations? Well, I do know that there is a state uh, grand jury that has been convened because I've seen the questionnaire and the question on the questionnaire it says, uh, "Do you believe election offenses should be prosecuted?" And then there is. Yes, I uh, do. Our, <laughs> well, yeah, they, they want to know how they're how they think to to cherry pick their right. grand jury is what they want. that is right. And then, uh, and then our Facebook, uh, me and some others Facebook uh, accounts, they the Facebook has warned us or or alerted us that uh, they that our Facebook information has been subpoenaed, and so we feel they are trying to go after a state grant. Uh, indictment and a federal indictment against me. And what's fascinating our- about this, Tina, is they started out by the intimidation tactics, as we've highlighted. Uh, we haven't really even dug into all of them. They're so heinous and abusive, ladies and gentlemen. Watch the selection code if you want to learn more about it, selectioncode.com. You can get a real handle on the history, the timeline, what happened. But they've turned these tactics now into uh, lawfare. And people need to understand this, folks. They're trying to crush her financially and legally to put her into a corner on false pretenses. Uh, Speak to that for a second, Tina. That's right. And, you know, I I brought up uh, uh, Mr. Mike Lindell. He's a great patriot. He spent probably more than this now, but the last I heard, 35 or $40 million. He's put his his talent and treasure, uh, his voice, uh, unafraid out there and they're coming in, they're trying to come after him too. As you know, the FBI took his and Dr. Doug Frank's cell phones. Uh, they want to go after, they want to silence the people that are trying to tell the truth. And that, that's important that we get the truth out now. Uh, because, you know, Michael, uh, um, General Michael Flynn said to me, uh, and now it's like two years ago now, he said, I said, what, you know, what's your advice? Cause you know, they sent him to prison. He was pardoned by Trump. And he said, be as visible and as vocal as you can. And that's, and I tell people, if something happens to me, it was not an accident because I'm not. And we're trying to help you with that. Yes, thank you. I know. I love you guys. And actually, I was talking to, who was I on? I was on another program. Uh, it might have been Scotty Sachs or somebody we, we were talking about you guys and, mm-hmm. and, you know, everybody loves you, Sheriff Mack and Sam and Tanya and well, I can whole, think of a few whole... people who don't love us. <laughs> well, their, their opinion is irrelevant. We don't care. They're the enemy. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Well, well, so now look, I, I've been around court, uh, most of my life. I've been in, I would think maybe I know it's been hundreds. Uh, it might be even as up to a thousand. I haven't tried to figure all that out yet, but I've been to court hundreds and hundreds of times at felonies, murder cases, rape cases, child abuse cases, bicycle theft, petty theft, you name it. I've been there. I've been to every major federal court in America, district circuit and the United States Supreme Court. Let me tell you. Uh, when you told me seven felonies, uh, that's a prosecutorial, uh, abuse. Uh, it is their way of squeezing you into wanting to take a plea bargain. So have they offered you a plea bargain yet? Have there been, has there been any talk about that? No, not yet. 
you know, I'm sure that's coming. I mean, my chief deputy and my, uh, and my elections manager, as I, as I stated, they did take a proffer Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, it's a shame because they were, they were scared. Um, no, you know, when you, they're innocent. When you tell the truth, you don't have to worry about what you said. And the, the yeah. seven, uh, the seven felonies and misdemeanors they had me on. Well, okay, let me just back up. The one in January is when they came into the coffee shop and they, uh, so they say they're charging me with contempt. First of all, they said I was recording a, uh, I was in the gallery and I was recording one of my, uh, of my chief deputies court sessions. So here I am. I'm in the courtroom. I have my iPad with me because it's a work day and they accuse me of recording the court session. The DA stops, goes to the judge, stops the proceedings right in the middle of it and makes a big deal out of it. Uh, and that's when they, they issued the search warrant and did all that to, to collect that iPad. They had to have that iPad because somehow they found out that the, the, that the, um, uh, the FBI didn't get that one. But, um, so I have, I have contempt for lying to a judge, which they can't, there's, there's nothing on the iPad and they haven't been able to get into the iPad to confirm that. So they have me lying to a judge is one of the charges. They have me obstruction, uh, saying that I wouldn't give them the iPad when they handcuffed me. I didn't have the iPad. Um, and then the, uh, 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 what was the other one? Obstruction. Well, oh, was it there when the FBI went through the first time? Yes. Yes, it was. Okay, and evidently I'm just they were saying that it out. was available to them. Right. They, they must have found out that or whatever, but they didn't find it. And I didn't hide anything. I had I had um backups to my computer, everything just sitting out in the hallway. I mean, I knew they were coming. Um, you know, they came at 6:30 in the morning and then I was so um shocked that they were there or that this was happening. I thought it was a dream. It was a nightmare or something. That uh, or the door, they went away. And um, then came back when they saw my attorney come to the door, and I had everything out ready for them. And all they had to do was just talk to my attorneys. I was they knew I was represented, and say, "Hey, we want some information. We want her iPad. We want her her uh, all of her devices." They took everything. They took like thirty thumb drives, um, backups. You know, my with pictures and stuff of my late son. They went, they rifled through my late son's effects, things that I had never, well, you'll see that in the movie, but. Um, yeah, right and by the way, FBI, if question. you want a copy of this show, don't, don't uh, kick my door in. It's available on brighteon.com. Okay. Yeah, go <laughs> to Brighteon TV. Yeah. That's the so thing I've got in the truth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, uh, the FBI hates the truth. So, uh, let me ask you a very personal question. Uh, how did your son die? He was a Navy SEAL for um, for nine years, and he had for two years he was in the uh, he was in the Navy Elite Frogs, which is an elite group. He was three weeks going back to Iraq. He was in Iraqi Freedom, Enduring Freedom. He was over in Afghanistan. He served uh, for for full nine years. And he was getting ready to go back to Iraq. He was doing a Memorial Day jump in uh, in Liberty State Park in New York. And my son, I can say it now, was involved in anti-human trafficking. Mm-hmm. Um, he we we believe that it was it, 
it was it's suspicious to have a double parachute failure when you have over 900 jumps that you're an expert you know parachutist you base jump you uh, wingsuit taught the guys to wingsuit you know this sort of thing a little bit um suspicious. it was on memorial day in front of a crowd of people celebrating or honoring Memorial Day. You don't able to understand that. Um, it's a very right. solemn day where we honor those that died. And children that's been with and talked to their parents and his girlfriend were there to observe him fall from the sky. And it was a very difficult oh, thing. No. Yeah, he hit the water and so he in two fell. His backup chute failed and his primary one failed. Yes, he cut away his. I told you, it's starting to look like these Arkansas sides of the Bill Clinton era, Sheriff. Boy, no kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, well, you know, and we're very sorry for that, and and we honor you and him, and and God bless both of you. Thank you, thank you, thank thank you so much for your son's service. I appreciate that. It's not a day I, that goes by that I don't think of him. Of course, He's a good man. Well, yeah, as long as you're using gas stoves, you'll be all right. (laughs) You know, you need to know, people need to know that uh, they need to wake up. They need to see what's going on. And you'd ask me a little bit about if anybody in Colorado or or any of the officials are supporting me. They are going after me with a vengeance. The, The Colorado AG, the Colorado Secretary of State, the polis appointed judge, Dear Polis, who, uh, the governor, who, uh, is probably going to follow in suit with Gavin Newsom, uh, to kill babies 28 days after they're born. Um, you know, they have passed legislation that the, uh, the Colorado Supreme Court is compromised because of a sexual, um, uh, scandal that came about. And they're still on the Colorado Supreme Court. So I would imagine that in, you know, most people believe that the DA and the judge have been offered, you know, a, uh, a price for my head to let someone go with 26 pounds of fentanyl on probation only to go after me for seven felonies, three misdemeanors, and then the other contempt cases. And not to mention, I have Secretary of State uh, ethics cases against me. Uh, fi- uh, campaign finance cases, and they stole the election using that same method that I told you in report number three. So, um, you know, it's just it, they want to silence me at all costs. They want me well, to Tina, back thank down, you. shut thank up, you. go away. Thank you so yeah. much for sharing this with us. Thank you so much for being with us on the show today. And, and no. God bless us as we pursue the truth. Ladies and gentlemen, Tina Peters for Colorado.com to learn more, to watch the incredible movie SelectionCode.com. Tina Peters, please keep us updated, ladies and gentlemen. You can get archives at Brideon.com. Thanks for watching the Sheriff Mack Show, CSPOA.org. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. 
American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to LocalHoneyMan.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at LocalHoneyMan.com. All right, incredible interview, ladies and gentlemen. Tina Peters on TV and, of course, on radio. And, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you right now, we're getting more and more and more to the truth. Say that again, Cam. All right, Facebook Live was on this morning as well. Wow, you got to dig that. We're starting to restream the uh, Sheriff Mac show on TV uh, on our own channels on the Liberty Roundtable Now video channel. It, we're working on we're working on streaming it to uh, Rumble uh, and other places as well. Uh, and so we're making some tremendous progress. I'm also starting to do uh, video. Uh, videos, the shorts, if you want to call them that, uh, for Liberty Roundtable Live, some of the most important stories. But what an interview with Tina Peters, Sheriff. Uh, yeah, no kidding. Just absolutely love Tina. Uh, the courage that this woman has shown is just absolutely phenomenal. Uh, her dedication to principle and uh, putting her life and career and uh, well-being at risk uh, to stand for what's right. I mean, look at the case they're trying to make out of her, uh, make out of all of this against her, and look what they've allowed to happen to other people—people people who are dealing drugs and this fentanyl guy that got caught with—I mean, literally thousands and thousands of uh, fentanyl pills. And uh, they don't do much, you know. They okay, yeah, okay. But we're really after this Tina Peters criminal because she tried to secure an election. I mean, uh, <laughs> even if it was completely bogus what she was doing, uh, just duplicating the record uh, is is not <laughs> what. That's a crime, and and how is that hurting anyone? Who's hurt? 
show me the victim on any of that. And and so I, it's just astonishing uh, what they've done to this lady uh, and, and her story about her son and and how he was killed and just all that she's been through uh, and, and losing her father and and, and all this and, and everybody turning their back on her and uh, the coward sheriff who who does nothing to try to protect her, uh, defend her, uh, gives this stupid excuse that he reports to the DA so he can't get involved. He can't get involved in what? You know, and no. Doesn't Sam, the DA really report to the chief executive, though? Isn't it the other way around, Sheriff? <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, they both they both have some dual sovereignty, uh, there are checks and, and, and it's balances. supposed to be that way. There are checks and balances. Yeah, exactly. The chief executive is a real-time position uh, as opposed yes, to sure. somebody who's going to adjudicate or somebody else. The real-time guy is the guy that needs to be um, kind of reported to. I'm not saying that he's over the DA necessarily, but I'm saying if we're going to talk about coordination, to me the sheriff would be the real-time executive in the room, right? Yes, that's uh, true, and that's a quote actually from uh, – Thomas Jefferson saying that the sheriff is the chief executive of every county. And, and yeah, we Sam were quoting old Tom. There you go. <laughs> yes. Uh, crazy guys like that. You know, these radical founding fathers, but uh, you know, they, they do have a check and balance system where they do uh, balance each other out. There's no question about that. Uh, the guy who does the investigations is not the one to determine the prosecutions. That is up to the DA, but the uh, sheriff is elected by foreign of the people. He does not answer to another elected official or appointed bureaucrat. He answers to the people, and any sheriff trying to pretend otherwise is, well, off his rocker. Other than that, hey, no big deal. Uh, one of the things that really uh, uh, impresses me about Tina Peters, too, is, uh, you know what, she's not hate-filled and angry. She's more sad. No, she's not and bitter more at all. The more they go on, the more committed she gets. And that's what impresses me, Sheriff. Yeah, same here with me, absolutely. All right, uh, one hour on the can, ladies and gentlemen. Incredible. If you want to get video, it's on brighteon.com. That's where the archives are. Live, it's brighteon.tv. But archives are brighteon.com. If you want to get radio, it's lovingliberty.net is where you get the radio archives. If you want to get CSPOA updates via text, simply text the letters CSPOA to the number 53445. That's text the letters CSPOA to 53445. You'll get on the list and be able to keep updated on some of the most important things we deal with at the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association. Or go to CSPOA.org. By the way, the posse's later today as well, where you can interact directly with the leadership of the CSPOA. God save the republic. Broadcasting live. From atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Radio Talk Show. 
All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt continues now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for January the 17th in the year of our Lord 2023. This is our two of two. And the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to use the supreme law of the land, the Constitution, to use the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founders, to reject revolution and to stand for peaceful restoration. That's peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Wow. Uh, there's a couple of things I want to highlight really quick. Uh, yesterday I had on uh, um, Scott Bradley with freedomsrisingsun.com to preserve the nation. Great, great show with him. And we talked about George Santos's deceit. They claimed they didn't know about it ahead of time like they were all shocked. Well, now there's evidence showing the Republicans knew. <laughs> GOP, GOP circles knew about this guy's past. They didn't care. So there you have that for a quick update. Also, I want to update you on this, and Sheriff Mack is with me, and I want to get his take from a law enforcement point of view. There's a video out now about Jesus Saves Shirt. It turns out that it's offending mall of America folks in Bloomington, Minnesota. Shoppers <clears throat> don't like it. They're offended. So the security guard literally orders man to take off his shirt and continue shopping or get the heck out of the mall. Yeah. And there's a video that basically highlights the showdown. And the guy's like, what are you talking about? I'm not even saying anything to anybody. Yeah, you can't have the shirt. It's offending people. The largest mall in America, Sheriff. This is happening. This security guard. Somebody needs to call the sheriff. <laughs> now, say again, what did his shirt say or show? Jesus saves. Jesus saves? That's right. That's it. Jesus yes, saves. Yes, sir. That's right. Uh, so all the billboards that say that? Would have to be taken down. I guess I don't know. The guy, the guard just said, "Look, this mall's private property." But I don't see how you define the mall as private property. I agree, it's privately owned, but it's certainly a public venue, isn't it? It's huge. I've been there several times. It's the biggest mall uh, in America. Maybe the biggest mall in the world. I don't know, is. but it's certainly the biggest in America. It is. Uh, it's America's mall. Um, it has a uh, little area in the middle on the bottom floor that has uh, Ferris wheels and little roller coaster things and it looks like a small carnival um, <laughs> just to say the least it has its own little carnival uh, it's four floors so there's four floors of shopping and it's man it's like if you walk around one floor it's about a half mile oh yeah I one floor is as big as most malls folks yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's gigantic. But I will say this. I've said it on your show before, and I'll say it again. The United States Constitution, nor nor are just uh, our culture. None of that protects you from being offended. If you don't like that guy's shirt, if it offends you somehow, uh, then don't look at it. 
you don't have to let it bother you. Uh, if Jesus saves or if he doesn't, you're not hurt. It, it doesn't hurt you if Jesus saves. It doesn't hurt you if he doesn't save. If you don't want to believe that, that's your prerogative. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's a, a lot of other uh, T-shirts out there that are very offensive uh, about what Trump can do to himself and, and uh, others that you've seen all over the place uh, that are just horrible. But I wouldn't say that, uh, you know, a religious gesture that Jesus saves uh, is in any way offensive. But even if it is, who gives a flying banana? Uh, I, I certainly don't. I don't care if you're offended by it. And uh, a security guard at the mall uh, should not be offended either and should not care whether or not somebody's offended. And, uh, you know, girls can walk around the mall more than half naked, uh, and, you know, that's fine. Uh, but uh, something like this where Jesus saves, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if that guy gets in some trouble. When you say that guy, you mean the uh, security guard? guard? Yeah. Yes. And, and that's the problem, ladies and gentlemen. We have got to stand up like this gentleman did, defending his shirt, wearing his shirt in the first place. We need to realize that this is America, and Americans need to stand up for their liberty. And I submit this this guard was out of line. Uh, what the man, what the T-shirt wearer or the shirt wearer should have said was, "I need to talk to your supervisor. I need you to please call the cops and you know bring somebody on down here." Because you know what it yeah. reminds me of? It reminds me of the of the. Uh, Hero deputy in the airport, Sheriff. Oh, that's deputy what we Stan need Lennox? on the, That's yeah. what we need on the scene is a Stan Lennox. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Uh, th- that does uh, make make it uh, a point uh, or bring what De- Deputy Stan Lennox did to keep the peace. He didn't really get mad at either side. He just says, "Hey, these people aren't doing anything wrong." Uh, we want you to know that you're not breaking any law, you know. So the first thing the security guard should have said is, we want you to know you're not breaking any law here. <laughs> you know? So First Amendment gives him a right to uh, practice his religion however he wants. And, uh, you know, I guess the mall could say, well, we have uh, – you didn't see the rules of behavior. Uh, it says on the front, uh, to be allowed in our mall, you can't make any religious uh, statements or – preaching and so you need to take that off but uh, i know their mall rules don't say that and uh, they, they probably don't get to go door to door or hand out uh, religious pamphlets no he wasn't proselyting though and that was the point but he, he was making to that. the he goes i was, i'm not even saying i'm not even using my speech and that's what's kind right. of fascinating here is uh he wasn't even trying to use his free speech he was just simply walking around with that and stuff like that mm-hmm. anyway what a shame that is and I bring that up because I really think there are remedies if Americans get involved. You know, call the sheriff. I, I'm about to create my own shirt that says, you know what? When in doubt, call the sheriff. He'll help yeah, you out. Sure. When yeah. in doubt, call the sheriff. He'll help you out. All right. Restaurants <laughs> are adding inflation fees to your bills now, sheriff. Imagine you get this bill from the restaurant. It's got an inflation uh I don't know what you want to call it, surcharge or fee or what, on your bill. Are, are you comfortable with this? Um, why don't they just raise the prices? 
because then uh, it's too expensive and you won't go. Sure. Well, <laughs> well then they're going to charge me an inflation fee. You know, somewhere, Sam, the businesses are going to have to do something like that because uh, have you seen the price of eggs? Yeah, it's out of control, uh, buddy. I buy eggs all the time. We eat a lot of eggs. Uh, I buy the best eggs. I buy the happy organic eggs. Uh, they they really taste different. You know where they I get really my eggs? Good. Huh. From my neighbor that has chickens. The farmer, yeah. See, uh, and that's another great place to get them. And the free-range eggs, you know, I buy those. Um, uh, I don't buy the cheapy eggs. And you can really taste the difference. And I bet you can taste the difference uh, with oh, your neighbor. great eggs. Yeah. Uh, but I will tell you, uh, these these uh, eggs, the organic free-range eggs that I buy, uh, there's no question since a year and a half ago, they have over-doubled in price. Uh, and uh, they're as high as $9, $10 now, and I used to get them for 4 or 5 bucks. Yeah, and I don't have a and problem with restaurants raising great. prices. That's what everybody needs to do uh, when you know this stuff happens. My problem right. is this game playing of a surcharge or some separate expense that you don't know about. Just level with the public and say, hey, we don't have a choice, as you pointed out. Have you seen the price of eggs lately? We're sorry our prices are higher. We don't have control of that, folks. We've got to stay in business. And I think people will understand that, Sheriff. But this way, though, is is he not kind of saying we have to charge this because of what government has done to us? Yes, it's just that it's buried and people don't realize. They just kind of freak, and it's a high price that kind of starts an argument a little bit or a frustration, whereas I think it could be dealt with much differently, putting the blame where it really belongs. And and that would be, uh, you know, with with advertising and such. I would like like to see that uh, personally. It reminds me Um, of the stickers put on gas pumps that points to Joe Biden and said he did that. We need to yeah. highlight this in a marketing way <laughs> that really educates to the problem. Yeah, I think I, I think uh, that's uh, valid, and I, I think either way, he he the the whole thing should be saying because the government has increased uh, inflation and caused inflation, we have to do this surcharge in order to stay in business. You know, Amen. that that would that would get me totally on board with them. Yeah, you could just have something that points to higher prices and says, Congress did that. Yeah. (laughs) See? Yeah. Abolish the IRS today should be the subheadline, Sheriff. Abolish the what? IRS today. Oh, heaven yes. Oh, yes, absolutely. (laughs) I knew we could get the good sheriff on board, ladies and gentlemen. Do you know about 15 Minutes Cities, Sheriff? We'll tell you about 15-minute cities and the right to travel in seconds and get your take on your radio.
Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com. The Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3 founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bush, one of the good sheriffs, Sheriff Richard Mack. I don't know if you know about 15-minute cities and the right to travel, Sheriff, but I want to get your take on it. There's an article on lourockwell.com by Alexandra Bruce, and she talks about these 15-minute cities. The 15-minute cities that everybody's talking about is the Great Reset's trendy new name for, I would call them, open-air prison camps, if you will. And the idea is to corral everyone in neighborhoods, virtually dubbed 15-minute cities. They're small enough to walk from one to the other, in one end of the city to the other within 15 minutes. Everything you need is within a, quote, half-mile radius so that you'll never, ever have to leave. And then you have to get passes to leave. Nobody has cars, uh, et cetera. And they're pitching this is the next great solution. Do you want to respond to this, Sheriff Mack? Wow, that uh, that sounds like uh, 1984. Uh, it's, it sounds like uh, communist China. You know, uh, you have as many babies as we say. You could go where we say. You know, these totalitarian ideas of of utopian force, uh, utopian societies that are forced upon you and forced upon all of us. Um, the, the whole idea of forcing people to be kind and generous is as uh, totalitarian as it comes. Good ideas and good intentions forced upon us 
is the worst form of tyranny uh, you, you can ever imagine. And and so this this whole thing about oh, but we're you know we're being kind, and uh, once you're forcing people to be kind, you're no longer kind. Once you're forcing somebody to be generous, it's no longer generosity. Uh, forcing people to be charitable is no longer charity. It's the well, and, and Ron Paul. Ron Paul just wrote a column to highlight uh, your point. It says Trump's tax returns uh, and the uh, revealing of them, if you will, show evil of the income tax system in general. Ron Paul, in that he says the answer to 1984 is repealing 1913. <laughs> In other words, get yeah, rid of the hey, income hey, tax hey. and get rid of the Federal Reserve. Yeah. So the answer to 1984 is 1913 yeah. is what he's saying. I love that. Uh, that's absolutely true. Let's be real clear here. 1913, folks, is when the IRS started, the income tax, federal income tax started, and the Federal Reserve started. Yeah. Wow. There you have it. Are you mad or glad that Donald Trump minimized his tax liability and paid almost nothing? Proud as heck of him, and I would like to talk to him about how I could do the same. Hey, man, that was the whole point of Ron Paul's column, uh, basically saying, look, let's not be mad at, at Donald. Let's be delighted that he's got great plans. Uh, if we could yeah. all deny them their money, we could effectively shut it down uh, anyway. All right, we also talked Nobody. about the January 6th videos show. Uh, mm -hmm. Julie Kelly is an investigative reporter on January 6th, the sheriff. And um, supposedly, Kevin McCarthy claims he's going to release all 14,000 uh, hours of video on this. I hope he really, really does. Uh, but what happened is a bombshell came out last week. I don't know if you know about this. It was jaw-dropping testimony during the Richard Barnett trial. Turns out that the government's own witnesses testified and blatantly admitted and confirmed on court record under cross-examination by the defense that agents provocateurs were heavily heavily involved in instigating the offense on january 6th under further questioning mendoza that's the government witness acknowledged those same individuals pushed through barriers removed barriers uh pushed over barriers removed fencing and eased the flow of the people going into places where they were not supposed to. Um, they literally now have on record government witness testimony that this happened, that there were provocateurs uh, in the mix. This is huge, Sheriff. Well, it is, uh, but it's what we've known all along, too. But it's great to have it endorsed uh, by a government witness. You know, um, I guess that witness is so fearful of repercussions that they told the truth. They probably are going to get in trouble for doing so. Uh, but uh, I guess he, uh, they had to take the lesser of two evils. Do I want to get in trouble uh, later for lying and maybe charge? Or do I want to just get in trouble with my supervisors and uh, the White House or whoever else uh, caused this? provocateur problem in the first place but yeah there, there's no question sam that uh there were provocateurs uh the movie 
that uh, the what really happened on January 6 by Epic Times uh, showed that and proved it. Uh, Vicky, who attended our um, CSPOA convention in the Woodlands in Texas, uh, was actually at January 6, and she was telling people not to break in the windows, not to do this, that this is not what Trump people do. And so they started beating her up. <laughs> the, the provocateurs started. Hey, and you realize she was on Liberty Roundtable the day after the events, right? She couldn't be yeah. under in the events because they blocked the cell phone coverage and we couldn't connect to her. But she was literally on Liberty Roundtable the day after. And now she's in the Epic yeah. Times video telling the truth and she's suing the government, Sheriff. Yeah, she needs to, and uh, a lot of other people do too. Uh, but yeah, this is this was a whole thing was a hoax, uh, putting uh, the the big old huge fence around the U.S. Capitol was a hoax. Spending taxpayer dollars again uh, frivolously uh, and just all to make a political statement. Uh, and and that's another thing, Sam. Um, you know, we're talking about the IRS. And uh, all the spending and, you know, obviously uh, this is so corrupt. Uh, and I don't believe that there's a person in this country that has a moral obligation to pay any taxes to the federal government. Until we get this thing ironed out and we get a constitutional government, we should all stop paying uh, federal income tax. Yeah, because I the proper role of government would be apportionment by the states, so not a direct tax, and would be tariffs at the borders. The, the tax on the American people, the burden would be very low, and it would be indirect and would not be an abusive, fear factor, kind of a forced pay under the penalty of perjury right. situation. And that's really what we've got to solve. Do you think Kevin McCarthy will do one of two things? Do you think he'll do anything to end the IRS, number one? Number two, do you think that they will release these 14,000 hours of video that the government's been trying to hide? And what do you think uh, that discovery will uh Well, who would do? have time to look at it and discover anything significant in it? 14,000 hours? I think who you could, could get the right investigative reporters that could divide up those 14,000 hours. Uh, and I think Man. that there's, there's tools that you can use to watch video very quickly. And I think the right reporter groups, such as the Epic Times, or the Gateway Pundit, or uh, Revolver Magazine, or some people like that could divide it up and plow through it pretty quick and find a lot of great stuff quickly um, because there's well, tools that can speed do. you through the video. Yeah. yeah, I hope they do. But I think I think we already know enough that still, what have they done with the truth from the Epic Times movie? And what have they done with the truth from uh, 2000 Mules? Um, and, you know, so... Uh, CNN's going to continue to lie, and uh, they're going to go on with their lies as C MSNBC, you know, CBS, ABC, NBC. They're going to keep going with that. I, I don't think there's going to be ever a gotcha moment where they said, oh, yeah, because they ignore gotcha moments. They ignore the truth, and they go right on with their lies. Uh, no hope for like McCarthy was, and the Republicans? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I no, I certainly think it's going to be better. Uh, obviously, who could be worse than Pelosi uh, and her uh, utter corruption uh, with her husband and insider trading and the the thing she says ab uh, about how we uh, love China and what they've done for the world and they're the freest, one of the freest countries in the world and 
And and everybody knows that's a lie, and she knows it's a lie. Uh, and these propaganda schemes that have come out of her mouth and the White House and Congress. I do like what McCarthy is saying at this point, but I do not believe he'll try to do anything to abolish the IRS. And that's really where, if you're going to change Washington, you cannot have a free society and have the IRS. Uh, you know, if they need uh, 50 IRS agents uh, to g just go over budgetary matters, that's fine. But that's all they would do. All right. When we come that's back, Sheriff Matt continue. can respond to this as well. Biden locks down Mount Rushmore for fireworks for the 4th of July this year for the third year. We'll talk about it in seconds. Pursuing Liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. Albuquerque police reported Monday they have arrested Solomon Pena, a Republican candidate in the last state house election, in connection with recent shootings at the offices and homes of elected Democrat officials. Albuquerque Police Department Chief Harold Medina. I want to thank our partners at the FBI. I uh, want to thank uh, New Mexico State Police uh, for their assistance, especially today with the SWAT situation uh, and their assistance from their SWAT team. Medina says Pena is accused of conspiring with and paying four other men to shoot at the homes of two county commissioners and two state legislators. China's economy grew at one of the slowest rates in decades last year as lockdowns harmed households and businesses. China's economy expanded only 3% in 2022, the National Bureau of Statistics reported Tuesday. That's a sharp decline from the 8.1% pace recorded in 2021. The 3% marked the worst year for gross domestic product growth in China since 1976. The Cowboy State is bucking the electric vehicle push. Six state lawmakers want to end the electric vehicle sales in Wyoming by 2035. The measure they've presented says the move will help safeguard the oil and gas industry, which employs thousands of Wyomingites. And it warns electric vehicles will hinder Wyoming's ability to trade with other states. The bill also states that citizens and industries would be encouraged not to purchase electric vehicles before the ban goes into effect. I'm Victoria Idoni. The World Economic Forum, the annual meeting of political and business leaders, kicked off its regular winter meeting after a two-year hiatus during the pandemic. The event, hosted by the Swiss mountain town of Davos, convenes under the darkest economic and geographical picture in years. Keynote speakers include German Chancellor Olaf Scholz and White House climate guru John Kerry. This is USA News. Nothing fights the winter blues like a delicious and satisfying meal. Luckily, Omaha Steaks makes it easy to start the year right and keep that warm and cozy feeling going all winter long. Right now is the perfect time to stock up and fill your freezer with flavor. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code TREAT at checkout and get $30 off your order. Save on perfectly portioned favorites, easy meals, and so much more with Omaha Steaks Freezer Filler Sale. That's $30 off an Endless variety of gourmet choices from incredible steaks, premium chicken, delicious pork to seafood. There's something for everyone, and every bite is backed by their 100% money-back guarantee. 
Visit OmahaSteaks.com today. Enter TREAT at checkout to get $30 off your order. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit OmahaSteaks.com. Use promo code TREAT at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. All right, back to the alive Sheriff Mac with me, ladies and gentlemen, CSPOA.org. Uh, if you want to go ahead and sign up and become a member of the Posse, you can keep up on all that we're doing uh, because the Posse is coming up later today as well. If you want to get CSPOA updates on text, text the letters CSPOA to 53445. That's text the letters CSPOA to 53445. Um. Right before the break, though, I kind of mentioned Joe Biden's blocking uh, the ability to have fireworks uh, on Mount Rushmore for July 4th for the third year in a row. Sheriff, the federal government has no authority to own property for monuments or anything else for that matter. Christy Nome needs to tell Joe to fly a kite. Yeah, and the yeah. Uh... Governor Nome uh, has already told him that a few times, so she ought to do it again. Uh, I mean, that's what the president's for, to say if we can have fireworks in South Dakota. Um, I don't care. I don't care if they erroneously have claimed that to be federal property, which is, as you alluded to, uh, a complete lie and illegal, if not authorized by the Constitution. Uh, for them to pick and choose what parts of our states belong to the federal government, that's a farce. Uh, but what what what's the reasoning? Uh, is it because it's going to be too costly? Uh, we don't want to f- spend money frivolously on a celebration with fireworks that might cost a hundred thousand dollars. You see, Sam, just nothing makes any sense in Washington D.C. Uh, the total hypocrisy, dishonesty, deceit, corruption of that place, it just blows my mind that the Lord hasn't struck down this evil uh, city uh, and government. It, it is just so absolutely corrupt. And what is he – I mean, what is he saying for a reason? Because what, the pandemic, uh, you know, is going to get people sick? Uh, is there a fire danger? Yeah, you know, uh, what it might hurt Lincoln's nose. Uh, you, you know, just this is just absolute uh, tyranny run amok. It's uh, it makes no sense. There's no reason for it. And if, if somebody in Washington D.C. like him, who he and Pelosi and Schumer absolutely celebrate because they spend more money. They spend more money so they have their own little celebration, toasting and, uh, and, and applauding each other for such leadership. Uh, and that Pelosi's, oh, because of Joe Biden's leadership. His leadership has produced five and a half more trillion dollars to the national debt in two years. That's what you call leadership? Are you totally out of your minds? And they are, Sam. Uh, they are so uh, – money thirsty and lustful for money and spending tax borrow and spend and and sam i think they lied about one thing 
on our national debt, which is thirty One almost thing? thirty-two trillion. <laughs> they, they, they say that the uh, interest rate was like nine hundred eighty nine hundred billion. I I think it's a little bit more than that. But even if it is, that's almost a trillion. The the total federal income tax brings in a little over a trillion every year. So our money goes to nothing except to pay interest. And why do they need why do they need it? Why don't they just borrow more money and and do what they've been doing with their own spending? If they can do such frivolous spending, then I can certainly stop spending my money on on their political uh, antics. And that's all this is. It's just acting. It's just pretend. But boy, do they come down real on on the taxpayers. First of all, McCarthy did say this is not our money. This belongs to the the hardworking taxpayer, and he got that right. And how when was the last time you heard that? But if we're really going to get serious, yeah, the only about one I hear that from is Rand Paul or Ron Paul. Other than that, nobody until Kevin. Exactly. And I'm not exactly. telling you Kevin's perfect, but when he gets it right, we're going to give him credit. Yeah, no kidding. So, All right, so Joe Biden's I mean, a criminal, ladies and gentlemen, and I don't know if you know this, but Joe Biden is. and the CIA now have been in bed together working to install the current communist regime in Brazil. This was all planned from the beginning. I don't know if you know that, but we have evidence now that Joe Biden literally helped work to install the communists in Brazil. Good grief. Well, look, Joe Biden isn't just a crook. Joe Biden is a communist. And he's been a communist just about ever since he's been in Washington, D.C. He's just gradually gotten worse uh, supporting uh, government. I mean, that's what communism is. It, it's not communityism. It's governmentism. We say what happens to your property. Everybody's the same. Everybody's equal. Everybody shares and shares alike. And everybody pays their fair share. All of those are community uh, communism uh, slogans, and and so, yeah, I mean, let's let's be real here. It's not just socialism, and it's not just spending uh, to take care of the poor in our society. That's an excuse. That's a propaganda scheme to promote socialism and communism. And yes, they are they are very very similar. I would call them uh, paternal twins. And there's really very little difference between them. All right. Republicans are now pushing back after Biden suggests that uh, critics are fiscally demented. So critics of his finances, anybody who says we got to slow down spending, you're fiscally demented there, Sheriff. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> what the heck yeah, is he talking so about? This guy's goofy. So he can't even hardly talk, and he tells us we're fiscally demented? Talking about finance? Well, well, well Sam, you, he would have to come out and say that because when you're spending like a drunken sailor and you're doing all this uh, illegal spending and, uh, and using taxpayer dollars as if the taxpayer doesn't exist uh, because, oh, money grows on trees. And we're taking care of everybody, and, and, and so we have to spend this money uh, to take care of all the people and, oh, and global warming and global change, and, and we've got to take care of all of that. And so there's lots of excuses for them uh, to spend 
all this money. And again, tax, borrow, and spend, they are borrowing most of this money. And they're spending money we do not have. And Amen to that. Place, so you want to know why Joe says you're fiscally demented? Yeah. Because there's more and more of the onion that gets peeled back on the Joe Biden slash Hunter Biden classified documents scandal, the more it's looking like the big guy, that's Joe, it is. took money from his son, Hunter, in a massive laundering scandal. They're laundering money. How you say? Hunter Biden recorded monthly rent payments to rent Joe's house where the classified documents were found for $49,000 a month. Yeah. Yeah, the New York Post, Miranda Evan found this document, documenting where Hunter literally paid Joe 50 grand a month to live in this house. It's insanity. Yeah, and, and do you think CNN knows there's something wrong with that? Do you think MSNBC knows there's something wrong with that? And and yet uh, they'll be talking about, oh, gosh, what was CNN focusing on? And while, while Fox News, I turned the channel from Fox while they were talking about all the uh, documents, this, the uh, classified documents being found. And, and that's another story, Sam. That's got to be the deep state saying we don't want Biden in for another four years. I mean, how did they even come across these things, and how did it keep going? And lawyers are finding this stuff. Well, and what about the timing? They've known this forever with Hunter stuff starting in 2017. Uh, They've known this forever, and now it comes out right now, Sheriff? Well, they couldn't have it come out before uh, the election, and they knew about it before the election. No, because then people would vote differently if they did that. Oh, Oh, yeah. Uh, Oh, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. Wow, so, now the Washington no. Post reported that the Bidens built the house we're talking about for three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That means Hunter gave Joe enough money to pay for the house every seven months. Yep. Yeah. So and the question exactly becomes that, is that money laundering? Well, we need to be clear with that. That's exactly my point. You said it was money laundering. We need to be very specific here, folks. If you've ever wondered what money laundering looked like, that is it. Hunter is getting illegal monies from foreign nations, including China, Ukraine, and a few Russia, and he's given it to his dad to rent. That's money laundering. They're criminals, ladies and gentlemen. We better stand up and prosecute, or we're going to get what we deserve. Liberty Roundtable, live. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast. And that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. 
and the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present day church, rather it is for the end time church, the body of the line of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Decades after Jimmy Carter, Joe Biden picked up where he left off. With America surrendering to terrorists, Biden's foolish spending is causing inflation, which means more pain at the pump, higher prices on groceries, devaluing your retirement savings when you need it most. Once was a mistake, twice is a disaster. America needs strong leaders, not weak ones. Save America JFC is responsible for the content of this advertising. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, the good Sheriff Richard Mack with me. So all I can tell you is <laughs> these criminals have got to be stopped. We have got to stop Joe because you know what? Joe Biden and his ATF ban, he's banning millions of guns and Americans Citizens that have committed no crime can face 10 years in prison for refusing to comply, writes the Gateway Pundit. Now, you put that action by Joe Biden at the national level with the action of this whacked-out governor in Illinois. Now they say upwards of 90 sheriffs are, and their departments are vowing to fight these weapon, uh, they call them assault weapon, uh, bans. The sheriffs say it's unconstitutional. They will not go along. Governor Pritzker then says, prepare to be fired then. The showdown is on in the state of Illinois and on the general level, Sheriff. Yeah, it is. And uh, um, this this is an s- astonishing number that there's 80 to 90 maybe even more than 90 sheriffs out of 102 there's 102 sheriffs in illinois uh so we know you know the chicago area maybe springfield uh are going to go along with the governor on this the pretense sam that that this governor and the legislature is doing something about inner city crime in Chicago and Springfield and other larger cities in Illinois, especially Chicago, which is nationally known for its murder rate. Chicago already has the strictest gun control laws in the country, yet it has produced the worst gun violence anywhere in the country. And so what do they want to do? They want to take the admonition from uh, Einstein that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. They're not just doing it over and over. They're going to increase it. They're going to increase the problem 
They're going to increase gun control that has provided no peace and safety and benefit to the people of Illinois or Chicago, specifically Chicago, made it worse. And so they don't look at it and say, oh, let's examine this. Let's analyze this. What have we done to stop gun violence? Well, we produced a lot of gun control. What did it produce? What happened as a result? And they, you, you don't have to come back and say gun control specifically caused this. All you have to do is look at the numbers and say we initiated a lot of gun control. What happened during that time? More violence. And so what do they do? They want to increase the gun control. That is the epitome of taking insanity to a higher level, to the 10th power. And they don't expect the sheriffs to go, whoa, what you've been doing has not worked. And you want us to participate with you doing more of this, even more of it, not just keep it status quo, but you want to go to the next level and do even more. Not only that, but confiscating any type of property is a violation of uh, the Fifth Amendment, where you cannot take life, limb, or property without due process of law. And you cannot pass a law that violates the provisions of due process that are clearly pointed out in the Fifth and Sixth Amendments. I have to have a hearing. I have to be charged. I get to have witnesses in my favor. I get to have a lawyer. You cannot take property, my personal property, without due process of law. And you cannot violate my right to keep and bear arms. Now, Sam, what we need to look up, which I meant to do before I got on the show with you, and I failed to do that, I'm sorry. I want to see what the Illinois Constitution says about the right to keep and bear arms. I'll bet you it's pretty strong. And and I will look most that of up. the most of the state's constitution mirror the general constitution uh, in the Bill of Rights on a lot of these key points, and so I I They're even you stronger. It's very similar, oftentimes stronger. I agree. Correct. Correct. And and so I wouldn't be surprised if Illinois, depending on how soon they came into the Union after uh, 1789, and and just see, you know, when when they came in, um, and and we'll go from there. But I I'll bet you it's pretty strong, and I will I will verify that either with gun owners of America or or do it myself. Now the CSPOA and the good sheriffs of America have a real stake in this battle between um, Pritzker and the American people uh, and the general level Biden uh, against the American people. These sheriffs are doing a wonderful job standing up saying, look, we will interpose. We will stand up and stop this violation of the people's God-given rights and a violation of the supreme law of the land. And we have a role to play uh, in this sheriff and backing the sheriffs Historically speaking, the CSPOA, the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association, we've garnered five, six, seven hundred sheriffs uh, to stand against the violation of our rights via gun control. That's how you kicked off your basically your um, constitutional career by suing Bill Clinton at the Supreme Court and winning over this very issue, creating the greatest Tenth Amendment decision ever rendered. I bring that up because it's come up since then over and over. We've had a lot of sheriffs stand with us. At one point, 28 out of 29 sheriffs in Utah said we're not going along with the gun control agenda of Barack Hussein Obama. 
uh, and we've had uh, five, six hundred plus sheriffs nationally stand with us over and over on this. This is an issue we can take to the bank, and we plan to get involved in a big way. Sheriff? Yeah, we do. And, and that's the thing is, if you look at the CSPOA effect, would these sheriffs even know about this if it hadn't been for the CSPOA, that they can stand, that they can stop this, that they are the ultimate authority? I think not, Sam. But regardless, I'm very proud of what they have done. It's very gratifying to see that sheriffs are starting to get it. And this is the state of Illinois. Now, we've had sheriffs contact us numerous times over the years, and I've spoken a couple of times in uh, Illinois, uh, not just Chicago. I spoke once in Chicago, but some neighboring cities uh, and counties uh, outside Chicago. And it's been well-received. But now when people see the abuse, it's like the Texas border sheriffs uh, being victimized so much and their people being victimized so much by uh, the open borders. This is now the sheriffs waking up and seeing that they have a governor, another corrupt governor in the long uh, chain of corrupt governors in in Chicago or or Illinois, and they're doing something about it. And this is exactly the message to America. We have ways to stop the abuse of government criminality, of government uh, victimization, Uh, and the government's destruction of our rights. And now sheriffs are doing this, and they're proving that standing and defending the Second Amendment and defending the Constitution can be done in a peaceful and effective manner. And that gives credence to what we've been trying to do now, Sam, for 20 years. All right. We're looking into a press conference possibly on this. We're writing a press release related to this. Uh, and this is where we want to get sheriffs even outside of the great state of Illinois uh, to double down in defense of and supporting the sheriffs in Illinois. This is why we say the county sheriff is America's last hope, Sheriff. Yeah, that's true. And and uh, look at it. If if the sheriffs haven't been sta- hadn't been standing and stopping uh, the shutdowns and and stopping uh, the arrests of, of priests and and pastors for having church and and stopping the nonsense with uh, arresting people for not wearing a mask. And I, I remember the idiot statement from a woman on the city council in Nashville said, anybody not wearing a mask should be charged with attempted murder. Uh, this was the insanity uh, that I'm going to be putting in my new book if I never get <laughs> uh, to that. But this is the insanity that happened during the pandemic really took America sliding, not just sliding uh, towards it, but uh, rushing towards uh, the communist takeover of America. And it's from within, just as Abraham Lincoln said, we will never be destroyed from an outside enemy. If we falter and lose our freedoms because we destroyed ourselves, that is exactly what is happening in America. And the best excuse, at least in recent history for that, was this so-called pandemic pandemic and again it showed the corruption is really the pandemic in a basketball or at a football game ladies and gentlemen they talk about how many yards rushing they're gonna have to start comparing that when it's america sliding towards tyranny socialism and communism ladies and gentlemen we've got so many yards rushing in the modern day it isn't even funny it's scary in fact but we got to stand up meanwhile while you and i are trying to get corrupt government officials in prison for their 
dereliction of duty and their violation of their oaths of office, Hunter Biden's kind of on a different track. He knows he won't be in trouble for laundering money with his dad, Joe. Uh, there won't be any accountability for that, probably. The Republicans and the Americans don't really have the guts or the stomach to take it and do anything about it. But Hunter Biden now is in court, Sheriff. And he's asking... He's stop asking his mistress from court, her name. Yeah, they don't want his love child that he first tried to deny existed. Then they proved it with DNA. Uh, they don't. He didn't want uh, his sullied surname taken by the love child, so he's trying to stop that. She can't be <laughs> called Biden, right? Oh my gosh! Hey, uh, the child is a Biden uh, child, uh, and calling it a Biden. Uh, he might not be able to stop that. I don't think he will. And and why he's making that a big deal? Why? Who knows? Why is that but he even denied it was his child in the first place. They had to force well, the proof by DNA. And yeah, we're supposed so, to trust them when it comes to finance. We're supposed yeah. to trust. We're the ones that are uh, fiscally uh, mental or whatever. This guy, these guys, are they going to get taken down ever, Sheriff? I mean, it's gotten to the point where you just go. I mean, do we need more evidence or what? Are they going to really take them down or not? Uh, I doubt it. You know, I, uh, they might use Hunter as a scapegoat if, if it's to save Jill and Joe. Um, and I think Jill's a, a bigger liar than Joe is. But cause they're both crooks. And uh, certainly the whole family is. It's a, been a syndicate ever since he got into Congress 45 years ago. And and what what an embarrassment! But Sam, they're not embarrassed. That's the thing. When when they said they're going after his son, what what was Joe Biden's response? Well, good luck with that. Yeah, and my son's not a good, good dude. He solved all of his problems. He's on the right track. I'm so proud of him. He's brilliant. Wow. He's brilliant. Yeah. He. That's why he justified him working on uh, companies in China and and the Ukraine and, and Russia because he's brilliant. Does he have any experience in these fields? No, but he's brilliant. You know, they, they hired him because he's brilliant. And I never knew even that he was working there. Uh, you know, what a joke. I mean, I mean, this guy is so corrupt. He lies even when the truth would benefit him more. Yeah, because it's habitual. He can't help it. He's got an illness. Mentally yeah. ill, ladies and gentlemen. But our prayers are that we can write the republic peacefully. That's what the CSPO is all about, ladies and gentlemen. Text the letters CSPOA. To 53445 to get on our texting list. Go to CSPOA.org and become a member of the Posse today. Uh, and you can then go check out the Posse coming up in just about an hour. Ladies and gentlemen, we're doing the best we can for you. We need all your financial support that we can possibly get. CSPOA.org and LovingLiberty.net. For the good sheriff, Richard Mack and Sam Bushman, we declare this nation shall endure. God save the republic of the United States of America.